Welcome to the Aquademia podcast. Our diet is hurting the environment in myriad ways. I mean, we desperately need to eat more seafood. This is a pioneering industry with a whole lot of people who have really good ideas and a lot of experience and are unafraid. Aquademia is your go-to podcast for a fresh take on all things seafood. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Aquademia Podcast. I'm Sean O'Loughlin, and I'm going to be doing something by myself with just me and my guest today uh, that we've done. If you've listened to the show for the last few years, you understand that we do this every year. Uh, we have, GSA has the upcoming Goal Conference, and every year we sit down, we usually do it in like the beginning of summer, around June. We're doing it a little late this year, but we sit down with GSA Communications and Events Manager Steve Headland to talk about the upcoming Goal Conference. And it's super exciting this year because the last couple of years we've done it virtually, but this year we're back in person and it's going to be happening in Seattle. So Steve, how's it going? Thanks for coming back on. Yeah, I'm doing well, Sean. How are you? I'm doing great. If you know, recognize the name or the voice, that's that means that you've been listening for a while. So thank you very much. Steve comes on the podcast pretty fairly regularly to talk about a couple of different topics. But like I said, Every year we do have him come on to talk about goal because you're you're a little bit involved in planning the goal conference, right? A little bit, a little bit. <laughs> Steve Steve is the one that kind of heads up this initiative and and pulls everything together. So he's been working really super hard and he's got stuff planned out for the next three years. But we're going to mainly focus on this year's goal, which is happening in Seattle. And Steve, that's where I want to start. My first question because people are going to be really excited. I know we we have already had a bunch of people registered. Our sponsorship is like through the roof this year. We're doing really well. We're really, everyone, people are starting to get really excited. So why did you choose to do it in Seattle this year? Well, Seattle, unfortunately, we had planned on uh, on Tokyo, but it's really been such a whirlwind with, mm -hmm. um, with the pandemic. Um, it really upended uh, the events business. And uh, things are kind of back to normal this year. And uh, we decided um, in April uh, to transition to Seattle. And it really fits in well with, with our own transition as an organization. We rebranded last year from the Global Aquaculture Alliance to the Global Seafood Alliance. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of people in uh, Seattle who we're trying to surround ourselves with. Um, of course, uh, wild capture fisheries. Uh, there in the Pacific Northwest and up in Alaska is, uh, is big business. And we're just trying to, again, surround ourselves with, with the right people. And, uh, it just, it made a lot of sense for us as an organization and, uh, for those who we were trying to attract to our event, uh, to do it in, in Seattle. Yeah. And for the, anyone who's maybe never been to goal before or doesn't really know much about it, before we hit the pandemic and we started doing some things virtually, the idea was to go to a different country every year, a different location every year. And it's been, you know, a bunch of different places in Asia, Canada, um, North America, South America, Latin America, and like we've been all over the place. And so that's kind of why we're putting an emphasis on why did we choose to have it here? Because it is in a different place every year. And that's not the only like new thing. I mean, you've been, to, we've had this in Seattle before, correct? Yes. Yes. 2009. Okay. Uh, so it's been more than 10 years. And interestingly enough, Sean, uh, we're, we're celebrating our 25th anniversary this year. Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, and um, 
the the birth of GAA now GSA came at a World Aquaculture Society uh, meeting in February of um, of nineteen ninety seven. So it's I mean that's another coincidence too, sort of coincidence that. Um, so 25 years there's later no, there's no yeah it's, it's <laughs> exactly but it all it all kind of ties together nicely i guess is what i'm trying yeah. to say it's funny how much the pandemic like messed everything up because i feel like we just celebrated the 20th anniversary when we were in dublin yeah that's right uh, no, that's right but, like that's i feel right. like that just happened yeah. but that was you know five years ago that's i feel like that just happened too yeah. yeah but the amazing thing is we've only had one in-person goal since then in Chennai, right? Actually, two, oh, two, two. Uh, yeah, Ecuador. Ecuador in 2018 and and in India in 2019. Yeah, I didn't go to Ecuador, and unfortunately, I will not be in Seattle this year. If anyone is looking for some academia representation, both Maddie and Justin will be there. They're going to be doing other things. They have a lot of work to do for GSA while they're there. Um, but if you want to meet a couple of your Favorite podcast host, uh, Maddie and Justin, will be there. So I'm sure you'll get a chance to find them and introduce yourselves. Just look at the picture on the thumbnail <laughs> and then look for the people in that picture. <laughs> so we were talking before we started recording, and there's a lot of really cool stuff that's happening this year. A lot of new speakers, a lot of like cool trips and stuff. Let, let's just talk about so people who are kind of on the fence thinking they might want to register. What, what's in it for the guests? What is, what is goal offering this year? to all of the attendees that people can get excited about. Yeah, so many um so many new faces this year. Yeah. Uh especially on the program. About two thirds of uh of speakers, um, and we'll end up with about 40 speakers total, are uh speaking on the stage at goal for the first time. Wow. Um and uh I And that's I, not usually I mean, the case, right? There's usually a lot of people not- who have come in the past, right? Like Right, not always. Um, not definitely not people, more than fifty-fifty. Yeah, right, right, right. It's not the same people from year to year, but you know, I think that's just uh, it just speaks to the to the power of 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 goal as mm-hmm. uh, as a means of connecting people who aren't already connected. Um, a lot of people meet each other for the first time at goal. It's the the audience. It's such a such a blend uh, from up and down the seafood supply chain. We continue to have buyers well represented uh, from the retail and, and food service community. That'll be the case again uh, this year. Um, we have buyers from Bloomin' Brands, Captain D's, Food Lion, Hannaford, HEB, HelloFresh, Metro Canada, Cisco, US Foods, like a lot, a lot um, represent well represented retail and food service community, but also back down to the production community. Um, and now both in aquaculture and wild capture fisheries. And you don't, because we uh, jump around from continent to continent and because the program is different from year to year, it attracts a different audience and connections are made that, um, that you may not get at, at an event that's held um, in, the, in the same city uh, mm-hmm. from year to year. And that's, that's, part, that's a big part of what makes uh, was was always made goal goal unique. Yeah, it's a really unique networking scenario, right? Because you don't really allow any talking about pricing or any things like that, right? Can you kind of explain that whole that whole thing? <laughs> How that works? 
yeah, it's it's um, it's a pre-competitive space. Mm-hmm. That's that's how how I always um, uh, describe it. We put day to day business aside and talk about the key challenges and opportunities facing aquaculture and now wild capture fisheries. So we're talking about matters that no one um, individual or organization can can really address. Well, they can address alone, but truly move move the dial on mm-hmm. we tend to you know though the conference especially at the beginning is is heavy on setting the stage in terms of uh talking about supply and demand we of course we stay away from from prices um mm-hmm. for reasons related to antitrust but uh we we focus a lot on uh you know what what's the landscape for this year next year the following year and then we get right into the solutions it's almost like Talk about not really the problems, but lay well, out the you, landscape and then talk about the solutions. You can't talk and about solutions always, without talking about problems, right? That's the thing. No, that's true. That's yeah. true. And we always try to stay ahead of the curve. We're looking three to four to five years out. I, mm-hmm. I, I encourage all speakers to think, you know, it's okay to come with your own crystal ball and try to predict the future. What will things look like in five year, years? I think that's. Is, is of a lot of value um, to the audience um, because then they can take what they learned at goal back um, mm-hmm. to uh, to their organization and say, hey, here's what here's what they said at goal. We should plan accordingly. Yeah. Maybe start implementing some potential solutions before the problems arise, right? Like, Yeah, exactly. A year flies by. So yeah, you got to oh, be yeah. looking. I mean, and these organizations are looking five, 10 years out, but um, it it just it it just helps with the dialogue at goal. It's as if we 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 really encourage our speakers to uh, to try to stay ahead of the curve and predict predict try to predict the future as best they can. Yeah. So how much of the program can we talk about right now? Oh, it's um it's uh, predominantly set. We're just uh, finishing up on um, confirming the last five to ten speakers. So what do you think is the most kind of exciting stuff that is going to be part of that program? This year for the attendees. Yeah, well, I'll I'll walk through the program on day one. Um, we have our uh, exclusive aquaculture production survey, which is in its sixteenth year. Mm-hmm. Um, this is data that no other uh, organization has. Yeah, I've heard that some survey. people pay registration and travel all the way to gold just for this data. Yeah, it's been. It, it yeah, it it is because the data has you know it has a shelf life of like yeah. a year. Um, so, um, and there's, there's nothing quite like it out there mm-hmm. and it's, it's, you know, and anyone can access it, just attend goal and he, here it is. Yeah. So this isn't, this isn't some exclusive club. Right. Uh, so we do that and now we're also beginning to encompass, um, uh, production data and trade data from wild seafood into the mix. And we hope that someday we get to where it's um, where what what we're doing for aquaculture, we're also doing for wild capture fisheries. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that would be of of great value to the audience because they're they're like, hey, I can get this all at one event. Um, yeah. It and and we can't flick a switch. It takes time. Anyone who's ever been involved in um, 
data collection and analysis in a fra- in an industry as fragmented as ours <laughs> knows that this just takes time and it takes connections mm-hmm. and um a lot of this information is uh is uh you know it's you know it's not easy to get hmm. so um you know it's it just you know it's so that's the value there that we've done the work and we presented to come come to goal and we present it to you and a, a lot of day one will be um we'll be talking about that and then analyzing that and then as we get over to day two we and day three it's more around not so much the data but again with the solutions and we mm-hmm. and we talk about the solutions through topics we've got um uh we've got uh day two we've got uh starting off on uh a lot of talk on traceability and also uh the environmental footprint uh of of both mm-hmm. uh aquaculture and wild capture fisheries those are the two main topics of day three and then on excuse me on day two and then on day three uh it's uh animal health and welfare and um and uh, aquaculture and in fisheries improvement. And then with, with a couple of breakouts also, uh, one on gender and equity and one on ocean health. And all, and, and all these issues touch both aquaculture and wild capture fisheries. Mm-hmm. Cool. So what, what else, what are the, the extras, the non-program events that are happening? Yeah, it's, there's always field trips. Um, we're working on, on, on wrapping up the field trips now, but we've got one afternoon. Um, uh, touring, uh, fishing vessels, uh, big fishing vessels. There's plenty of that in Seattle. You go to Seattle, even as a tourist and you can't help, but just feel, um, that you're, you know, as big as Seattle is and, and yeah. you know, it's known for tech, you oh, know, yeah, it's, yeah. uh, right. That people think Amazon, Costco, Microsoft, but that, mm-hmm. that you still feel it in the I was there in June planning uh, for goal 2022 and it had been a while since I had been to Seattle but you still you still feel that world of you, you feel like Alaska's at at your at your doorstep um yeah. so we're planning to tour uh two catcher processors um and perhaps one other vessel uh one afternoon and then the cool. next afternoon um we're going to get uh people out to uh um a a, far, a, a a uh, steelhead farm um and uh and up to uh a sh- uh oyster farm uh where we're gonna do uh where there's also a, a restaurant so we'll do we'll do a dinner uh there so just that's wrapping cool. up the plans for those two now but th- that's what's great about goal again you know some people come for the program but they also come for the field trip yeah and so, they're seeing so how yeah. do people no go ahead like how how would attendees set that up? Like when you register, does it ask you if you want to take part in these tours? How do you how do you kind of register for that? Yeah, no, normally yes. We're, um, we're planning on short notice this year, so as soon as uh, uh, sign up is available for the to- for the field trips, we'll we'll pass that along to um, to existing uh, registrants. Yeah. So if you and have registered it's kind of for first goal, come first serve basis. Yeah. If you've registered for goal, keep an eye out on your your email inbox because once that's available you don't want to miss out on some of these and i would really recommend now especially this year it's really cool that you're you're having the uh wild capture fisheries field trips and the fish farming field trips as well i would recommend anyone coming from the aquaculture space that doesn't have a lot of experience or knowledge 
in the wild capture space, definitely take those tours of those fishery fishing vessels and then vice versa. Anyone from the fisheries side that wants to learn more about farming, you just, it'll exactly. just broaden your horizons and you just, you, you'll learn so much. It's really, mm-hmm. it, it, that's going to be really cool. I'm really excited that we're offering that. It's pretty cool. I'm jealous that I don't get to go <laughs> <laughs> next year though. So next year, Sean, we're really going to ramp up the field trips. Mm-hmm. We'll be in new, new Brunswick, St. John, new Brunswick. And I was just up there uh in july and uh just it's just um it's 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 so it's it's rural but it's the diverse in terms of offerings and aquaculture and wild capture fisheries so Mm -hmm. just i was getting so excited about you know we could set up five to ten field trips wow um and uh everything anything extra the field trips uh generally no no okay no 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 uh, we have a, a registration fee and typically that's, uh, that's, that's all inclusive. Nice. So, um, but, but yeah, getting back to New Brunswick, just yeah, the yeah. possibilities there between, um, shellfish farming mm-hmm. and salmon farming and then, uh, 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 the lobster fishing. And there's just, there's a lot, there's a lot to offer. Um, and then not just in New Brunswick, but out in Nova Scotia and Prince Edward Island and, are not that far away of course so i'm really excited already about the possibilities with field trips next year yeah that's pretty cool uh is there a gala dinner happening this year as well no not this year not this year um there's an opening reception oh okay on monday uh, october 3rd um but we've kind of structured it a bit differently this year again getting back to the notion that no one goal is the same right exactly Um, yeah, it's uh, it's um, we're we're giving uh, delegates a, a bit more more breathing room in the afternoon mm-hmm. and evenings to kind of get together on their own versus um, this uh, a schedule that's uh, you know nine to nine every day. We've kind of backed off that. Yeah, a bit it, this year it um, is really hard we'll, we'll, to I, do the networking if you don't like. I'm going to a conference next week actually at the time that this episode is released i may be at a conference or maybe <laughs> will be <laughs> coming home from it but it's it's one of those ones that has you know it starts at 8 a.m with opening ceremonies and all this stuff and then conference and trade show floor until five or six and then there's after parties and there's all these other you know night gatherings and stuff and it's like four or five days of this and if you meet anyone and you want to like actually sit down and talk to them your only chances are at like lunch or you know the short period that you have for dinner so um i think that's a good idea to kind of pull some of that stuff back and give a little more breathing room give some time because people may be meeting people that they've never met before or people that they do business with and never get a chance to sit down giving them that opportunity to say hey let's just go sit in the lobby or let's go out to dinner and let's like just sit down just us and talk about what we need to talk about and and get done what we need to get done i think that's i think that's a smart move i'm i that was definitely a, a good call, in my opinion. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we don't want to try to replicate what a trade. You know, trade show is. You know, we're all. It's all events, right? And but a trade show is a trade show, and a, a conference is a conference. Mm-hmm. And by us packing the schedule like a trade show, where every hour is accounted for, isn't necessarily the right thing to do for the guest. So. Yeah. Well, you used to call it the goal meeting way back in the day, right? Yeah, it had more of a meeting feel, and yeah. George still calls it a meeting. No, I know. Sometimes, but, <laughs> I think he did that at, on Monday is. at the meeting. Yeah. He called yeah. it. He called it this year's meeting. But uh, yeah, that's okay. It's the it's nuance of what's what. But 
um, yeah, it started out as 80, 80, 80 people in a room, um, 80 people just, in a room. yeah, getting together. And it had more of a working meeting feel than a lecture and listen feel. Mm-hmm. Not that goal is a lecture and listen and feel, but you know, I think a good conference in this day and age falls somewhere between those two um, things. Yeah. And you also have like, I, I, I love how, and I don't know what the plan is for this year again. I love how in the past you've had like entertainment that's like culturally based on where, where the, the, the conference is being held. Right. And I always thought yeah, that's exactly. kind of cool. Do you have something like that planned some entertainment for this year? Or if not, I can like cut this out if it's something. Yeah, like no, <laughs> no, we do. Oh, we do. We do. Definitely. Is it, is We're it like make, a, like I mean, a grunge band? It, I mean, it's Seattle after all. Yeah, I know. I know. We keep joking about that, but <laughs> bunch of, actually bunch jazz, of flannel shirts so. <laughs> and distorted guitars is all you need. <laughs> well, we don't, we want to make, be sure our delegates can hear each other. So, uh, <laughs> um, as, as fun as that would be. Um, but no, we have some jazz planned for um, the opening reception. Very cool, very uh, American. But we all, we always. Um, I mean, and we're getting the First Nations involved in day one. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it is. It, I'm glad you asked that, Sean, because even though to us it's like, oh, we're in the United States, okay, right? right. So, but it's very important, no matter where we are, for goal culturally to kind of take on the identity. Mm-hmm. Of, of where we are and you know a hotel is a hotel at the end yeah. of the day um if you don't do things within the hotel and give people time to get outside of the hotel then you feel like you're flying in and flying out and that's mm-hmm. exactly we just don't want to do that I, and then i learned that from 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 sally krueger um and she always has always did a very very good job of incorporating the, the cultural dealing with vendors locally um and just making people feel like you know they 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 feel like they are where they are it is um, it, it really does make a big difference you know i remember it does in in ireland having the uh, the 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 dancers and the people uh, the singers and playing session tunes and stuff at uh, you know on the main stage and then in the the some of the other events as well as in india when you had like the dancers for the opening ceremony there like it really does like confirm like okay i am traveling i am par- in a different culture and i'm participating in this other culture and you like you said if you just go to a hotel and then you have a stage where people talk to you um you don't you could experience that anywhere you know you could you could drive exactly. to manchester new yeah. hampshire and be like doing the same thing so <laughs> right exactly exactly yeah we don't yeah that's what set, sets goal apart and and, and and next year when we're in New Brunswick and the year after when we're in uh, Scotland, you'll you'll feel like you're there. Yeah. Um, and some people like to go just because just, you know, they, they go to the event and then they they explore whether for personal reasons or for work reasons afterwards. So, yeah, I mean, you, um, you, you don't want to come that, back and be like, oh, I went to China. Oh, what did you do over in China? Oh, I sat in a conference room and just, was, just talked to people all the time. Like, no, you want to experience you want to experience the the culture where you're going. And so I, I credit to Sally. I think that's, a, that is something that really sets goal apart. So yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad that we talked about it because that might be something that people are interested in. Hey, what's going on? You know, it's in the United States this year. What's, you know, how are we going to represent that here? So that's kind of cool. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And you're bringing in people locally. Um, some people can't travel halfway around the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but when we're in, you know, Seattle or St. John or, wherever, whichever city we end up in, in Scotland, um, you know, we're, we're going to get people 
who it'll be their first time at goal because mm-hmm. they can finally they're, go they're, yeah yeah and they're um they may they may deal you know we 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 deal on a global scale that's just who we are and then others deal on a more more regional scale and but then when we bring goal there we're going to touch on issues that are of interest regionally and uh and then you get 50 or so people um who otherwise wouldn't attend goal there and then they feel like they're part of the conversation and um and they make connections there that they can build upon or they're learning like uh, a lot of what i encourage is um you know if if, if success stories in particular regions if we i mean we're we're a lot of times the work that we do um through through the podcast and the magazine and the conference is um just uh uh, uh recognizing success stories and then yeah. Oh, other, yeah others others hear it or see it and and they they take it back to their neck of the woods and and try to you know try to get something going there i mean that's a big part of what we do across all of our media and events and goal is definitely no different so um i i think that's good i think that's a good thing for sure so we mentioned next year and the year after which i don't know if you've ever been this far ahead in planning it probably makes you feel really good it does before we talk about that a little bit more i want to know what are you most excited about for goal this year for goal this year you personally. i think the me personally will just get i mean just getting back to in person this is probably the most rewarding part of my job it's a lot of work in terms of there's a lot of moving pieces yeah and just um especially when and, you when you're but, not going back to the same place every year right you don't have your default like, no, you know, all the little no. things, the AV team, you can't go to the same people for that every time. Like any right, companies right. that you're renting equipment yeah. from, like that's different every year, like all that stuff, right? Yeah, all that stuff is different yeah. and it's more challenging because of it. You're starting. Um, and yeah. it was even more challenging, even it was, even though it was in the United States this year, we're doing it on six months yeah. versus 18. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I, I just doing all that work and then seeing people um together again uh and we've we've been to other events but seeing people together again at our event and and the the really the i I love to hear what i this goes back to my days as a journalist what what was always um uh, most rewarding to me is when when you're talking to someone and they mention um a, a connection that was made um and and back in my journalism days it was through you know an article right uh and today it's more through um through an uh, an event and they and they they start talking to you about a connection they made and what what kind of came of that and then they forget that you were involved in helping orchestrate that Mm -hmm. i I don't know if that makes any sense it just does make perfect sense it like it just feel it feels good you don't you don't want the you it, it feels good and it feels rewarding and and this is not about the recognition it's more about okay i i i played a role yeah. in that i had um, an impact and on that's on happened the here. success of some yeah. like you know if he, if anyone heard our it, previous episode uh with jane b and her career pathways she she got into the whole industry because she volunteered at a gold yeah. conference yep and yep. that and that roped her in and like that's how she ended up 
here at GSA and then working in the seafood industry, which she's probably going to be a lifer. She's probably going to be in seafood for the rest of her life. <laughs> you know, anything yeah, can happen. I, I hope so. Anything I can happen. So. But, you know, Jane yeah, has had a, a, Jane has had a big impact on a lot of people in the industry and their communications between them and GSA. And she's been a yes. kind of that conduit yeah. for a lot of people. And that that wouldn't have happened. Uh, if it weren't for this event that you helped organize. So yeah, I can understand that. That's, that's gotta feel. Yeah. Yeah. No, it it does. It does. It does. And it's, it's, and I like, and we all like talking about, I mean, you're the same way, Sean, we all like talking about these things. It's, you know, what I thought was interesting about Jane's episode is that I'm, I've been around, it's 10 years now for me. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jane came 10 years for Jane now too. She, we came on around the same time. And, uh, you know, I take, take for you know i know i always knew jane's story mm-hmm. um because i've known her for a while now but um we're we're a fast growing organization and there are a lot of new new faces and mm-hmm. sean you've been with us seven years now right yeah seven 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 yeah so and i'm one of the around two, well, i'm so one you, of the older yeah. <laughs> you know i'm like the one of the more senior people here at the at the company yeah right but uh, this actually this week there were a lot of new faces that you know the jane's jane she's very um, uh, quiet and humble person, but, 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 but very competent person. And she's, she's not one to, you know, get up on our soapbox and she's just not who she is. Yeah. Um, but they hear like us, they hear her. <laughs> yeah. They heard her story through your episode. Like you assume everyone knows how Jane came. Right. Well, even I didn't came to, Oh really? You know, so, I've, okay, known, I've known Jane the whole time I've been here and we, uh, we have, like I said, we've traveled together. We've, you yeah. know that we've gotten together outside of of work uh, for events when she was living in New Hampshire and stuff, and mm-hmm. I had no idea that that's how she got involved with GSA. I had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, 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 it's great when we get stories like yeah. that out there through the podcast, the magazine, and conference because it it really helps people connect. You know, and and even like I'm saying, even when within our organization, right. people say, "Wow, that's how." I mean, that was even I I would that's rewarding. I feel like that's rewarding. Mm-hmm. And that's just within our own little organization. So yeah, yeah, for sure. So Canada and Scotland, very excited. Yes. Let's give a quick rundown of what we know and what we can share about the upcoming goals. So this year is in Seattle. We talked about that. Registration is open. You can register at globalseafood.org slash goal. Registration link is in the show notes. Anything else about that before we talk about next well, year? Yeah, I mean, what I'd like to do is just just to, uh, to thank... Our, thank our our sponsors. Our last in person goal was in Chennai, India, in 2019, mm-hmm. and now we're in Seattle, uh, October three to six. And uh, a lot of the Indian shrimp companies really stepped up for us this year with support through sponsorship. And without sponsorship and registration, we wouldn't be able to have this yeah. pre-competitive doesn't happen space that i i spoke about it doesn't happen it, mm-hmm. it just doesn't happen yeah. so really appreciative of of that support that kind of transitioned over from from us being in in chennai india and that was uh, like and uh a lot uh, it was a while ago at this point <laughs> you know yeah it was i mean a lot's happened since then yeah um but uh but they stepped right up and really really appreciative of that and I'm saying that also because not just, of course, to thank them for their support, but, you know, next year and the following year, it was the same thing. We we instituted sort of a a different kind of uh, a process, um, kind of a, put out an RFP. And uh, and really, I, I think the best goals are, are always the goals where where the 
where the host country um, is very engaged yeah. at an early stage. And, um, and that's something that we're going to be talking about that. in another ep- upcoming episode, probably next week. We'll, oh, we'll yeah, talk a little bit about right. that. You'll that's see. Right. You, you guys will see. You'll see. <laughs> now, that's so important. That's so important. We have two hosts coming up in in New Brunswick and Scotland that really are really stepping up and um, opening their arms to us and our our delegates, and uh, and just as excited as we are about being there. Mm-hmm. And when you have that, you know, as an event planner, when you have that. You you know the event's going to go well. Yeah, you can make um, some magic happen. Yeah, because everyone's on board. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's on board. Yeah, and things will feel special. Yeah. I know we'll bring the gala back next year. That'll feel really special. Um, we'll get others kind of at the per- I kind of was going at the kind of the periphery of the the seafood bubble. Think like mm-hmm. politicians and others who aren't really in our world that we can get involved mm-hmm. um, that have and really influence. get them to buy into what we're doing. Yeah. And, and, you know, we're a voice for responsible aquaculture, but people outside of our bubble don't realize that. So just getting them involved and without an engaged host country, it's difficult to do that um, because they can help us with that outreach. Yeah. You know, and they're as, especially for um, the producer associations and, um, and the companies uh, that are amongst the biggest employers uh, in in their province or state, um, you know, they they have a lot of a lot of pull, and that helps us get all the right people there. Um, and uh, and and we're going to get that next year and the year after. We're in two places where um, where um, aquaculture is a is a is a, um, a significant part of of the economy yeah in in new brunswick and scotland and so and in different delegates like it because there's a lot of yeah right exactly so um that is uh that really helps with with um with the conference um and just not there's these aren't by any means random locations they are you you feel it when you're there um that you're in a place where aquaculture and wild capture fisheries means a lot to the people who live here not not just as a as a source of employment, but a source of um, uh, pride in that you're mm-hmm. contributing to uh, food production um, in in a responsible manner. And then we come there, get the right people together, and and help others kind of tell tell that story. Yeah. So really excited about both New Brunswick and uh, especially New Brunswick. We've been trying. I've been trying for a long yeah. time. They really they the patience that. <laughs> Sue at the Atlantic Canada Fish Farmers Association has been an, an ally of 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 mine uh, uh, for a long time. In addition to the folks at Cook Aquaculture mm-hmm. and how they've embraced us is really um, really means a lot to me. And then the same the following year with Seafood Scotland, uh, and we um, we we had the opportunity in Barcelona with Brian Perkins to do a ceremony. Um, they had one of their more uh, uh, more prominent politicians uh there uh in barcelona at the seafood scotland exhibit and we were able to meet her and she was so energetic and oh, brian cool. had a great conversation with her it was really a, a nice moment that nice. we know will uh that we know will roll over to uh uh to scotland in 2024 that's great well i will say yeah. the uk and particularly scotland continues to be one of our biggest listener bases probably oh. probably our number three largest listener base 
is like UK, Scotland, Northern Ireland, that whole area. So, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'm not so surprised. I and and kudos to them. They've been, um, you know, when I think of a company like Ace Aquaculture and just Ace Aquatech, they're, they're, Ace Aquatech, yeah, Ace Aquatech. I apologize. Just on, on the, you know, on the cutting edge of um, innovation, coming up with innovations yeah. to to be to be a more responsible industry. They've they've really embraced responsibility. Yeah. In, in Scotland. And, and I can Ace see Aquatech why. is the company that won the Aquaculture Innovation Award in, yeah. in Chennai back 2019. in 2019. We yeah. are doing yeah, that this right. year in Seattle, the, the Aquaculture Innovation Award and Fisheries Innovation Award. And, Wait, yeah, and which is new. some of yeah. the candidates in there may or may not have been seafood innovation guests on Aquademia. So make sure you check it out. Once that information yeah. gets out, yeah, like who the finalists are and stuff, you know, if you want to learn more about them, just search through our library. You may learn a little bit more, but I don't want to hold you up for too long. I know you have, I know you have a very busy day. So is there anything else that you want to talk about while we're, while we're here? Goal wise. No, I just, just to add to the innovation awards, I'm glad you brought that. We got, we squeezed that in at the end yeah, because, yeah. you know, unfortunately we, we only end up um, recognizing three finalists. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, six now three with an aquaculture and, and three with wild capture fisheries. But we ended up with 36 applicants for aquaculture and uh, 13 for fisheries this year. Um, and these are people, you know, we may, you know, that's what's so great about a competition like this is you find out about things you're not, um, oh, you're not aware this of. This is one of my favorite things end, about goal. I think it's, I think I, I'm always so interested yeah, in hearing all of the different. But, uh, yeah, exactly. But these other people are, they're going to show up on the pages of the advocate. They're going to show up on episodes of Aquademia. You're going to, you're going to hear their story. We're so fortunate to have them share their story with us. And then we have the vehicles to just kind of get that out there. And so we have, you know, it's a lot of these are, are are new we're unaware of and now we have an opportunity this is 50 new stories for us to tell that's how i look at it yeah. as i don't look at it as a competition i look at it as 50 new stories we to can tell. highlight yeah and if you don't hear about them at goal you're going to hear about them elsewhere in in yeah. um in in the advocate or in aquademia i think that's a big part of what we do mm-hmm. and, and uh you know just trying to trying to be so inclusive i think that inclusivity uh, is that a word? Inclusivity sounds good to me. <laughs> inclusiveness. Yeah, I keep saying inclusivity, but I think it's inclusiveness. That type of inclusiveness, inclusiveness goes across everything that we do. Inclusivity sounds like a way better word than inclusiveness. Inclusivity. I wrote that out the other day when I was typing up <laughs> some some marketing copy, and I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> This is not the right. You word. think we would have an answer for that? Google like it. us, us who are communicators yeah, and writers, jer- like we should be able to. Yeah, you think we would know? <laughs> you st- and then you, would, but but. That's fine, you, but you know enough to stop right. <laughs> and check your work. Yeah, we don't always have the answers, but we know where the answers are. That's so true. we, I, uh, I, I never published it, fortunately, but I just mentioned it. So yeah, it's <laughs> out I there. corrected myself. It's out there. So, All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, if anyone uh, does, grammar aside, <laughs> if anybody does want to uh, gain some inclusivity and um, join <laughs> and join GSA at Goal. Yeah. Um, you can go to globalseafood.org slash goal. There's also some contact information on that website uh, where if you have questions, you can ask questions. But it's pretty, it, it lays out everything that's going on. Um, a lot of the presenters, the conference program, uh, information about the location and uh, the hotel and everything. It's all there. So globalseafood.org slash goal. Check it out. Link in the show notes. Again, thank you, Steve Headland, for joining us. As always, we appreciate it. And we're looking forward to having you on again because you're on pretty regularly. So we're planning on having you back. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Sean. Yeah, of course.
Remember to subscribe to Aquademia wherever you listen so you can get every new episode directly downloaded onto your device as soon as it's available. Make sure you connect with us on Twitter. We are at AquademiaPod. Or if you want to contact us directly, you can email us podcast at globalseafood.org or you can fill out the contact form at globalseafood.org slash podcast. And remember to leave us a rating and review. Really helps us out and we appreciate everybody that's already done that. With that, thanks so much for listening and we'll talk to you next time. (laughs) 